What's going on, everybody? I am J.M. Banks, and this is Urban Alchemy Podcast. I hope you are doing great out there. Thank you all for joining us for another amazing episode. I got a guest in the building, makeup interview. Uh, I'm finally being able to catch up on a lot of those interviews I had to do making up for when my Adobe crashed and I lost my safe house. So happy to have this brother back in the building. Uh, brother Brian Williams, a very talented painter and brother, fraternity brother of mine. So yeah, thank you for joining us once again today. Oh yeah, what's going on everybody? I'm I'm happy to be back in the building. I'm excited, man. I appreciate you making the time out your schedule to come through. I've, I've been waiting for you to swing back around so we can we can make this up. But yeah, before we get to that, I just want to uh, once again thank all of my listeners out there for making this show possible. Also, a special reminder, we are now on the Pitch Podcast Network brought to you by Dory Labs. So be sure to check out our new interactive episodes. So we are now able to show you guys pictures. We are now able to do polls. We are now able to drop websites so you can have direct links to whatever we're talking about in the episode. So yeah, be sure to check that out. It is also still available on all major podcast platforms. So if you're listening on Spotify, Apple, Audible, Stitcher, Radio FM, uh, iHeart, whatever, it's still going to be there. I would recommend checking us out uh, through Adore Labs. Also, once you, if you do support us on our Adore Labs website or app, I also want to inform you, you will be supporting us uh, due to ad revenue. We are finally able to receive ad revenue for our stream. So be sure to support us by listening on that app and we will continue to support Supports you as we do. Also, special shout out to everybody there in our Facebook community. Be sure if you have not already, like our Facebook fan page, Urban Alchemy Podcast, and please visit us on our community group page, Urban Alchemy Support Group, where we are posting about a lot of great individuals who are doing a lot of great work here in the city music, art, business, just anybody out here who's doing something that needs a little extra support, we are going to be there. Please make sure you are supporting those individuals in the city. They need our support. Otherwise, they are not going to be able to grow. Yeah, let's get into it. And as always, we have our music brought to us by individuals in the community. Today's track is going to be brought to us by actual frat brother of ours out in St. Louis, Louis Confliction and his track Anti-Gravity. I have uh, never met this individual. I came across this track and loved it. Hasn't really put out a lot of music so if you know that individual please tell him to get back to making music because he is super dope please stay to the end of this episode and check out that track and support so yeah let's start from the beginning this young man is an incredible artist i i love watching him grow and just watching his style evolve and i have to constantly tell this man to make his posts public so i can share share them with the world I love yeah you for that. yeah man i love to, sh- to give you that support because it's such amazing pieces that people need to see i love you for that to know that 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 art is out here like you can have that art that could be in your home beautiful piece of art that you just don't think is attainable to the everyday public you're bringing it to them so i, I have nothing but respect for you and what you are doing out here honor and privilege to be able to promote you out here in these streets oh yeah man hey every time i post i'm not gonna lie to y'all Every time I post, he say public. Yeah, man. Because <laughs> I, I I don't know what's going on, man. Uh, I guess it slips my mind. I'm thinking I'm putting it public, but so it's I'm grateful to have people like him to be like, hey, public. Hey, people want to see. People want to see, man. People love art. It, it's like a new wave of art lovers out there now. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if that is because it's it's more of our art out there that we are are finding more of a connection to in the community. Like, yo, I, that's dope. That talks to me. 
You know what, man? I feel like people are, they're making themselves uncomfortable, man. They are, we just went through a whole pandemic still going through it. I feel like people got cornered and now they're like, I don't even care what nobody think, man. I'm about to put my stuff out there. I got to figure it out because you can't really depend on a job. And I hate to say that, you know, on your podcast, but you really can't depend on a job. say that on this podcast? I don't know, man. It's just saying, I don't. This podcast is all about striking out on your own and following okay. your own dreams dreams being your own boss and creating your own empire yes sir. this is the best place to say that good thanks for that correction for real because i don't know and even even that alone you know like you don't want to say things because, yeah but so you know I, I even feel like i gotta censor myself sometimes and that's part of my growth with my art either they're going to accept it or not i've been a working guy like for a somebody else for a long time and i'm trying to work my way out of that uh with my own passion and my own art and so i feel like people are just waking up to that i might be the only one just waking up to that but i've seen a lot of people been stepping out and just showing what they got and you know can't really depend on somebody else to pay you can't get rich that way right they're not gonna make you rich uh they're not gonna give you more money than they making and so i always had that in the back of my mind yeah, and yeah. I feel like we live in the day and age where people are actually taking a step back and asking, who am I and who do I want to be? Yeah. And this is also the day and age where people are able to strike out and learn those those skills that normally would be unavailable to us. Me, in terms of audio production, video, social media, journalism, you know, I didn't go to school for that yet. It's something I inadvertently stumbled into, but I want to I want to do good at it. So I, it's something I'm, I'm learning as I go along, not via college, just via the college of YouTube. Oh, oh man. Oh, man. You brought it up, YouTube. And that's exactly what I was thinking, man. It's so crazy. Like, shout out to YouTube because I'm a self-taught artist. Yeah. And my nights are were spent for a long time. I'm talking about one to five years just looking at YouTube and studying so I didn't take the route of art in college, although I did go to college. I wish I would have took a different route. But YouTube has given me free education and that's where I improve it. And so YouTube is just huge. And then, I mean, it's a platform. You can put your stuff on there and get recognized. And so it's beautiful. And just to shout out Lewis Conflictions, I do. I know Lewis Conflictions. You know so, Lewis? you, yes, sir. You met a great guy. Honestly, Lewis I've, I've never met him. I've, I've just stumbled. I was getting referrals for music, and they was like, yo, this is a bruh in St. Louis. Also, uh, shout out to Handsomely Rich Kings. One of them is a bruh in St. Louis as well. So y'all got some, some good music coming out, out over there on the other side of the state there. Oh, yeah. Uh, shout out to the bros, man. Um, Yeah, Lewis Conflictions. Check him out. Like, YouTube, I'm sure he has things on YouTube. Yeah, he got, he got live performances and on YouTube. The guy, he does, like, music and he does poetry. poetry but if yeah. you want an infusion of the two, man, like, you are in the right area. Trust yeah. me. Yeah. He makes beautiful stuff. I love coming across new cats who, who just got new sounds. And that was one of the ones that's just like, yo, this is, like, super dope. I'm like, telling you. Anti-Gravity, I, I play that track just get you know just to get myself up like that 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 really is just an uplifting track and it really makes you makes you want to do great things so shout out to him shout out to him yes sir i'm telling you because like he's been doing it for a long time he's been great five years ago so if you go find him now 
Oh yeah, and Jay Blink, he's he's also uh, brought out in St. Louis, also uh, making music. He is also on our playlist. He is. Uh, I like the diversity. He actually makes uh, reggae dancehall type music. Okay. Yeah. So we got some we got some vast diversity out here. Also, shout, shout out to all the bros who was on the playlist. That's actually how I started getting music for the podcast is reaching out to bros like yo mm-hmm. heard you got music and they was also happy to uh to contribute that so shout out styles the artiste shout out midwest saloon shout out trash jones shout out drake period shout out lewis confliction handsomely rich kings you know all y'all uh out there who, who are doing great music and i appreciate y'all letting me use this music huey ali uh be the movement it, it's like so many cats out here who's Dope. just doing great music and they're from our brotherhood and i'm so so honored to be a part of this uh this brotherhood who's creating such great art music across the board so shout out to all of us out here yeah we got to give our flowers while people are alive you know what i'm talking about yeah life's too short life is too short you know shout out people everybody whoever's got something up and coming man do it and chase it and you know even if you got to stay up late at night, uh, if y'all watch me on, on my Facebook, if you watch me on my Instagram, you, you probably think that I don't never sleep. Uh, I find time, though, and I also find time for my family because, you know, you find time for what's important. And true, true. My family, I love my family, like, dearly, so I'm willing to be up all night and you know, lose true. my sleep so that I can, during the day, when they are functioning, be around them and do what they need to do. I do have to get myself out of situations with jobs. Like, yeah. like I said, that's that's what we're always working towards, uh, becoming self-sufficient. We, because like we mentioned, can't get rich off somebody else. So, But having all those avenues, that's that's a beautiful thing. So, Yeah, so how yeah. do you juggle that? Because you do have a day job and oh, then yeah. you do have your passion. I yeah. also am in a similar situation where I got the job that pays the bills. And then I got the job that, you know, gives me purpose and fulfillment. Ooh. You know, how do you juggle those two? Because there are points where it's just like I have people hit me up like, yo, can you meet me at 3.30? It's just like I'm not off till five you know mm-hmm. how, how am i going to finagle this with the job you know it's only so many emergencies you can call out to so to speak but yeah it, it, it's tough you know because like you said you're not a, a classically trained a trained artist you didn't go from college into the art field mm-hmm. so you know how is that how is it that balancing act how does that work for you oh man it is tough trust me and uh the i feel like the key to that is my partner uh ivy harper uh i appreciate her she uh she lets me move the way that I need to move and I know it can suck 2021 we want to make sure everybody has the the same balance respect and things like that and so I appreciate her helping me out because I do have a kid I have a daughter right now and it's hard to balance so when I go to work I go to work my day job but she she helps to put in my mind that really think about what you're doing and you know think about what is important like going to work and you know how your time builds up and you feel like you can't take off work so if I have a meeting uh, for my art shows or something like that, I'm using my time. I used to be a guy that would never use his time. I felt like I had to, uh, you know, carry myself a certain way, show so much respect to a job that would just get rid of me the next day. And she really like pins it in my mind that, dude, you got all this time, man. You need to take off work and chase your dreams. And so that's really what makes it balance for me. Yeah, let me, uh, yeah, I definitely agree with that sentiment in regards to just being being a company man. And I think so many of us is raised mm-hmm. with that mentality of, you know, do right by, it, it, it's not the 19th 
1960s where you could work for a company for 30 years and then you retire and take care of you. They value you as an asset. Now you are expendable. Now your job is just a number to these people. So you feel like, why would I break my back doing the work when they obviously don't value me? You know, money. Many of us take a look at our paycheck and say, I'm doing way more work than I'm getting paid for. At the end of the day, we have to rely on them so heavily. Do have to have that level of respect for it. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was getting uncomfortable for a while. You know, I'm like, dude, look at me just going to work like and th- and then like, honestly, right now at this moment right now, I'm having a career change. And that's why this question is hitting home so much, because I'm stepping out on faith, really, with my career change. I'm making it so I'll be more available, a bigger opportunity for money. But like the guarantee of getting that money is not so much as that salary job that I've been having. And so yeah. it's scary right now, but at the same time, it's going to free up my time and change is good, man. Change is the only thing that's ever going to be like constant. If you really think about that, you always going to have to get with change. And so I accept change hard, but it's never going to go away. And, and, and it's just a learning experience and I'm excited. And I got a partner that helps me, makes it available for me to do that. And so hopefully I can free some people up later on with with the moves that i'm making right now but straight up yeah i love to hear that congratulations man oh yeah i mean you can't really name too many great figures in history that didn't take a leap of faith that didn't invest in themselves or, or bet on themselves at some point and say yo this might be crazy then again, this might be the but it be the thing that 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 shoots me to the stars. And a lot of people don't get that, you know, recognition while they're alive. I always think of Vincent Van Gogh. That's one of my favorite artists. Yes, sir. And I love his his story uh, even more so than his art. This guy who just struck out on his own as yo, I'm gonna be a painter. He 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 just lived the vagabond lifestyle for a while, mm-hmm. and he struggled with depression before we even understood mental illness like we do today. People weren't able to see why he was able to paint in such an abstract way or why he was able to view the world in such a in such a different way than most people and that's because he was putting his pain in his art that's huge man that is huge like seriously because you can look at a vincent van gogh and be like what is it that's making me like this pain so much and really i I can remember looking at starry night as a kid before i even knew who vincent van gogh was mm -hmm. and was like how does someone's brain even think of this how do you go from from a blank canvas to this with these mm-hmm. colors and anyone who's seen starting it almost looks like it's in, in motion like it's yeah it's crazy the way that man used color and you know you can only imagine what was going on in his head as he was painting exactly it, like that's the real thing like i feel like if we went and we really wanted to ask him like what were you thinking when he wouldn't even be able to tell you no i feel like he wouldn't he'll be like man i was feeling it you know what I'm talking about? And yeah, so he was in it. That I just put it down on the paper, just like writing. Like our we got writers, people like to write, and they probably every time they read their stuff, they get goosebumps from their own self. And you know, if you getting goosebumps from yourself, I mean, then other people look at it, you you know they're gonna really be feeling it. So maybe when I read my stuff, I it's a very I'm very critical. It, it's mm-hmm. almost like it kind of depresses me because it's just like it's not good enough. I got you. This isn't, it's, uh, it needs to be Biggest better. Creed. I need to go back. I need <laughs> to, yeah, yeah. And it, it's crazy. Uh, one of my favorite writers is uh, S. Hunter Thompson. He's one also one of my favorite, uh, favorite journalists. Mm-hmm. And one of the things he said is he would just go through and write the catcher and the ride on his typewriter word for word just so he could feel what it, what it felt like to write something great mm-hmm. and that's something I was just like man I understand completely what that man is saying because like I look at my stuff and I look at the people I, I admire and I'm just like there's such a gap you know how am I ever going to get to that pinnacle 
yeah, you, you know, from there. where I am. And yeah, it, it's just a matter of continuously pushing yourself. Yep. And I guess you, yourself could be your own worst enemy because you're constantly going to be your own worst critic because you're telling yourself it's not good enough. You're telling yourself there's always someone out there who's, who's doing it better than you. And you got to use that as opposed to just using that to stop you. Mm-hmm. or letting that stop you that's huge that is huge because i don't know like when people look at my art sometimes they i feel i'm like man are they just saying something because we you know we because i'm looking at it like oh i can do that right there right there i'm criticizing myself while people are looking at it and saying they're enjoying it and then they give me the feedback and say man this looks really great and i'm like does it really look great? Yeah. I, I really cannot get in your brain right now, like see where your mind is saying bling, 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 like with flickering with color and saying, yeah, this really looks great. Or are you just saying something to me? And so that can hold you back too, man. That's one thing that I'm trying to get out the way of myself with is just accepting people's feedback and accepting it for what it is because I'm so hard on myself. I do the same thing. And yeah. I'm 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 kind of, I go the opposite route. Like, I I, I need detail. I'm just like, give me a review of it. Like, mm-hmm. give me your pros and your cons. What do you, what specifically do you like about it? Like, when, when people, I interview people, and be like, smart. hey, hey, did you, uh, did you listen to the interview? Yeah, it was great, great. Okay, what did you like? What parts stuck out to you the most? Yep. And what parts do you wish you can go back on and, and do something different on? And they're like, uh, but I was like, all right, listen to it again with a critical ear. Yeah. Because if they can't think of those things, then they haven't thought about it. it enough. Well, not enough, but as much as I have, because that's how much I care about what my product I'm putting out. You know, and, and some people, this is just a picture. Some people, this is just a, a episode of a podcast. To yeah. me, this is my overarching, you know, picture. This is the legacy. It all fits together. Yeah, and it's and it's hard even taking that route too because um the job that i just got done having um for the department of mental health shout out to them they taught me a lot i actually like was coaching on feedback Mm -hmm. like people giving feedback to ask somebody to give feedback and they don't really know how to give feedback that could be a thing too Mm -hmm. where you know uh they really trying to say something but they don't know how to say it you mean it's just like uh they they don't want to offend or they yep. don't want to they don't know how to actually express themselves yep they don't they want to give you feedback but they don't want to break the relationship at the same time that they have with you and what they could have with you because you're you're a great man and you got a lot of things going on so trust me if somebody is giving you feedback they probably thinking about like what can i get out of this guy too in the future just mm-hmm. something to think about so like they might not know how to give the feedback and uh the proper words to say to get a feedback i don't really know if you ever heard of the shit sandwich sorry for the cursing um no, 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 you good, you good, i'm uh, good but uh like giving explain, positive explain people, feedback yeah, explain people the shit sandwich okay uh like the shit sandwich where you know you start good you give them some bad information and then you end good right it's like a shit sandwich but all they're thinking about is the negative the bad information that they got in the middle mm-hmm. and so when after that it's like they can't even think about the positive things you said they only stuck on the negative things and so that's like something that just forms in somebody's mind without knowing what they're dealing with and so giving feedback is just a hard thing to do it's hard to approach it's hard to even me giving feedback to people like i'm thinking all right how can i approach this person to where they understand what i'm trying to say to them without them feeling like oh man i suck you know what i'm talking about because it's always important to highlight the things that they need to work on of course mm-hmm. but you gotta find the, the perfect time and place and unless you know the person like me just give me the straight feedback mm-hmm. tell me the negative stuff i know how to deal with it but that's also because i know how like how to give feedback so i know what to block out and what not to even if somebody don't really want to approach it that way so 
I don't know. Hey, straight up. Yeah, feedback is super important. In my field, I we are a ratings-based system. Uh, so that makes a huge difference on like how algorithms display our podcast on different, you know, platforms. So our you know, so let's take our Apple rating, 70, uh, maybe 60 or 70 five star ratings and three one star ratings but that that's the shit when i think of my rating is it's those i don't have that thing about so I don't those have three. That 70 rating i have a three rating Man. yeah because it's and i know it's probably just assholes like you know what at film like yep in his podcast haters but you know it, it's just looking past it but you got all 70 you think about the three negatives yeah, so yeah like, that's hard those human people. yeah yeah i respect I would, resp- I, I would respect them more if they actually wrote a review and it's like this podcast is trash it was boring the mm-hmm. people he has on is trash and can i ask you when you went and you saw those ratings from the three negative people did they even have content in them? Like, did no, they no, know no. what they were talking about? No, the thing about ratings is you could either just rate and give a star Got or you, you could write a review. And most people do actually write reviews like, mm-hmm. oh, great podcast. Dope, you know, stuff. Kansas yeah. City, dope. But yeah, it's those anonymous people, those anonymous haters that, that just stick out in my mind. But one thing I did want to talk to you about while I had you in the studio is uh, my namesake, Jean-Michel Basquiat. Uh-huh. He, he just sold a uh, piece of art overseas. And it became the highest rating piece of art sold in the Eastern market and Eastern Asian market. And that was just something I believe was like $53 million was just something so incredible to see that his art resonates across the other side of the world. And this was a young man from New York, you know, just one of my earliest inspirations, just this weirdo who nobody understood and I was just like this I remember watching the movie uh, and that's how I got really introduced to him before I got introduced to his art uh, starring Jeffrey Wright Basquiat check it out people and just seeing his relationship with Andy Warhol and ran everything it was just such a crazy time and I really loved that era and he his just abstract art that came from just such a, you know, he also painted from depression. He also painted from just isolation, mm-hmm. just not feeling like he belonged. Are you a are you a Basquiat fan at all? Oh yeah. Uh and honestly, uh Basquiat is probably the only artist that I've ever like just studied his mm-hmm. personality and like why he used to do art the way he did it. I've never and that's and that's not even a cool thing for me to say, right? Like I probably should study more artists, but he's the only one that really captured my views and I, I guess it's because how I started my art. The way I started was, you know, doing it out of pain, if you want to call it pain, going through college, just painting as a diary and and crumbling it up and throwing it away, you know what I'm saying, to, to release. And so when I was able to watch Basquiat and just, I don't know, it was something about, I seen Basquiat and I was like, dude, like, I want to know about him. You know, it was something that he was wearing. And so he's a, he's a very interesting guy. The way he used to create his art, it wasn't even the art. I don't, I don't, I, I often feel that way because um I've met, I've met people that said, you know, that's been in the art game for a while. At the beginning, you are selling your art. But at the end, you only selling your name. And I feel like Basquiat was selling his name. Like, his name is huge. And so his art's going to always be huge. You know, not to take away from his art, the art is beautiful. Like, the abstract, like, the way your, your, your eyes follow the lines and everything. It's like, how did you put this together? But it's also, like, the pain of what he showed in his biographies and... You know, uh, to me, drug addicts are like just fascinating people anyway. The most interesting people. What? Have you ever pulled over on the side of the road and really talked to somebody that was going through 
Man, they'll kick you so much game in five minutes that, man, this person will be a millionaire, a I billionaire. Mean, that's just, uh, it's it's pain associated with art, and that's their, oh, yeah. that's their healing mechanism, or that's their uh, education, in a sense. Because look at Miles Davis, Gil uh, Scott Heron, Jimi Hendrix. There's just so many individuals who just got lost in drugs, and that was so intertwined with their art. Yeah, Amy Winehouse. Um, um, what's the documentary they just put out on Netflix, man? A lot of people were like, I didn't know she was going through that uh, Billie Holiday. Maybe. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you're talking about the, the movie on Hulu? Yeah. The United States versus Billie Holiday? Yes. People was like, what? They, but my thing is that, like, why slander this person because of how they used to do that? Like, that's really like a pain. They didn't want to be in that situation. And so. Ray Charles. Um, man, it's just uh, crazy. Eddie James. All of them. Like, it, yeah. <laughs> really it, think about it. Because that art came from a place of pain. And then mm-hmm. once you get rich and you get means, you're like. I can do anything like I can. I have drugs. I have pills. I have whatever I need to heal that pain. And then that becomes entwined with your art. And then it's just like I can't separate from the drugs because that's mess up my art. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it, it is a lot of uh, correlation between addiction and greatness and art. When I first started painting and I, I met this lady, I don't really I don't know her name. I don't know who she is. I don't know where she's at right now. But I just had started putting myself out. And she seen my art and she said, Are you, you must be under the influence when you create your art. Mm-hmm. And I said, uh, yeah, most of the time. And she was like, well, you need to work on, you know, not not being that way to create your art. And that was helpful. Like just that little piece of her telling me that it was helpful. You know, it wasn't that I was getting under the influence to create my art, but that's what I was going to do anyways. And then I just started making art. So then I started, you know, practicing art uh, just early in the morning when I wake up. I like no influence or anything. And so that's when I really started to see like, yeah, this is a passion. Because even when I'm not feeling like I want to retract into my feelings and create art, I'm still doing uh, the art when I'm feeling like normal and so uh just that whole influence thing man and so i look at so many artists and i see that they are you know they had a a drug history in the past or a drinking history in the past and i can really connect with them because they're like they're getting out of their head everything is out of the way and they putting it all on the paper man and that's when that greatness happens and and so like you were saying somebody might have been under influence for a long time creating art and then once they stop being under influence you can see a change in their art yeah and just imagine imagine that person having to deal with that right like man like i don't want to get back on drugs but like i was making my money right that way and it's hard. That's a hard situation to deal with, man. I'm telling you. And so you see people relapsing and you see people going through things with like drugs. And so like I'm a person. I'm super fascinated with drug addicts, man. Like I really want to start doing art based off of uh, people that I see, like maybe going around the city, capturing pictures of people that, you know, are going through it. Uh, right now, I have a guy that where I stay right now, he has a whole tent set up. And I, every night I pull up, he's in his tent. It's like his house, man. 
And I'm like, this dude is probably be great, but I, I have to wait for the right time to talk to him. Right. I'll pull up and he's there every night. I don't know, man. I just wonder what he's going through. Like, it's not fair that somebody have to live like that, but he does. I don't hear him complaining. Seems like he moving around good, probably by choice. Yeah, straight up. We don't know. Think of those people who are just tormented artists. We've talked about mental health. We've talked about addiction. Like, it's so much just tied up into art and what, what people create. Like, take Vincent Van Gogh. He ended up committing suicide you know he died not thinking his art was looked at mm -hmm. or, or anything good only for him to emerge as probably one of the most influential artists of all time yeah so you know that that's also one of the things that also made me want to give people their roses you know while they're here, while they're here. It's, it's no excuse that that man killed himself because he thought his art wasn't good enough and his art is phenomenal it's just like Come on, like it's just crazy to me. Yeah, that is that is crazy, man. Um, but he was still creating, and I, I don't really know like what could have been fueling him. He probably, I don't know, he probably needed he needed some responses. You know, uh, I just posted something earlier about how I appreciate the people that like get on my page after I post and be like, man, that looks dope because that keeps me going. But at the same time, like when I'm making my art, it's just. Me and my feelings a lot of times. Yeah, I feel <laughs> which is which is funny, but because it seemed like I might be in my feelings all the time, right? Because I'm always painting, and I'm always creating art, man. It's just my it's it's my exit. That's what I do. You know what I'm saying? And now I'm able to be on display doing it, man. It's crazy. Like it's changing. The way I feel about it, because shout out to the American Jazz Museum. Hey, straight up. 18th and Vine, like right down the street. They've been giving me opportunities uh, already, like feel like I want to just give away art. People, I like to see what how people feel. And so they have been providing me a platform to paint live in front of people. And that's just been changing my life, dude. Like, it's crazy. Because I'm pushing myself to new uh, barriers. Like, I didn't really like to be out there at first. But now, that's what we working towards now. Straight up, man. Yeah, if you ever want to do, like, an art giveaway, let me know. I, I got will, you. I will do an art takeaway. Yeah, man. Hey, you got dope dope pieces, man. Yeah, I straight. wanted to bring you something anyways, but I'll do that. Hey, you know where I live. Uh, but, yeah, straight up, uh, shout out to 18th and Vine. I love to see all the artists out there who are doing amazing work. And, yeah, it's just really uh, coming up. And people are really starting to come out and support uh, and really centralize in that area. And I love to see that here in the city. So we need to continue to support that and support these artists who are down there, giving they all so we can we can see this amazing art that we have housed here in the city and just bring bring back the focus of art here in Kansas City, because that's what we were known for a while. And I always tell people we are in the Kansas City Renaissance in terms of just the creativeness that's happening here in terms of art, music, business, fashion, everything like people are out here. And I'm so blessed to be able to cover it for my community. You oh, know, yeah. it's, it's going great. So I love yeah. to see it. Yeah, we definitely appreciate you, man. Like big time. You have been spotlighting the people that need to be in the spotlight, the people that feel like dang why am i not recognized yet and it's like you have an eye or a, a keen eye for that and you like find this person and so when all your podcasts and everything are so good because they like i've been waiting on this opportunity and you know uh you never know what you had to deal with like to get an opportunity like that and so you reaching out to them well and bringing them on man and that's just crazy that's 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 dope well that, yeah originally that's how it was and then people started catching on and then they start reaching out to me and then I put me nope. in a position where it's just like I don't have enough time in my life 
to see everybody. But I am really working through to get everybody in and get get a few people back in to reshoot like Ryan. So please bear with me. But yeah, I I love to see it all happening here in Kansas City. But yeah, shout out to all those creatives. But yeah, we got to support, man. We got to. And it just goes back to the whole Van Gogh theory. Like, I don't want to come across somebody who's doing something dope and I don't take two minutes out of my day. To tell them, hey, this is dope. Keep mm-hmm. doing it. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I respect it and I appreciate you doing it because we need to see more of whatever, whatever you're doing. Because right now we have too many people doing, you know, just being the worker bees like we were talking gotcha. about. We, we got enough. We got enough customer service reps. We got oh, enough. man. They going to weed themselves out, man. Like if they not doing if they doing it just for the popularity, man, they going to weed themselves out, man. Oh, yeah, the real the real comes to light. Uh, also, I want to shout out uh, Avila College. Of okay. course, you know, uh, they I have like 21 pieces of art up there on display and they even extended my time up there and i'm just grateful for that you know just because i know i know well it's kobe right now so it's not a lot of students but there's still some students on campus and so if they're able to see my art then i just appreciate it so yeah uh shout out to avila college hawthorne gallery is where my stuff is at. Oh. Professor Snorgrass. Uh he'll probably be upset with me for calling him that because you know he he is hip. <laughs> so, uh, but I'm going to call you by that because I want to show you respect. So, Professor Snorgrass for putting me in there and making sure my art gets up. And so, I just feel like, I don't know, man, 2021, I've been really grinding and I've been having a lot of opportunities. So, the Jazz Museum, um, shout out to Quez, man. Quez Presents, he does, he does shows all the time. And so, he's very fun and active, man. If you meet him, you know him. And so, yeah, I'm just blessed, man. I appreciate it. I'm going to keep creating. At night, I created. You were just talking to me about how do I balance my time, man. I'm up at 4 in the morning, honestly. I'm right there And I'm paying. That's how I know you're up at night because I was up here doing some stuff, too. But, nah, it's it's so great. And then eventually that's going to put you in the position where you're able to help people. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, I agree. We got to keep creating. Mm -hmm. That's why I put at the end of all my posts, keep creating, Casey. Like, it's up to us to create the things that we want to see. We got so many talented creators out here. We got to support. Yeah, speaking of your art, you brought a few pieces in here. Yeah, so now that we are on a new interactive podcast, we are able to show you, like, some direct art straight here. I'm going to also drop in a lot of photos from his uh, portfolio. But yeah, we got a few live pieces here. So please just break these down what you brought in for us today. Oh, snap. All right, cool. Well, so shout out to the Jazz Museum. This is Ella Fitzgerald. Uh, and, w- and what I'm doing with the Jazz Museum is I'm letting them see like my diversity in my art, really. Uh, so I created this piece with a palette knife and a paintbrush, a couple of paintbrushes, of course, Ella Fitzgerald. Um, so what they do is they highlight uh, one artist a month and, you know, first Fridays tune in and you can see people painting live. And so uh, this is a painting that I did live. I love this painting. I was really uh, skeptical about it when I created it. Why was I skeptical? Oh, I just wasn't seeing my vision, you know, until I got it back and I let it sit up there for a little while and then I got it back and you, and I'm a firm believer in uh, when I let my paint sit, they really do change to me. My my vision of them changed. And so after I let it sit and I went back and got it, I was like, yeah, 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 that's nice. So palette knife and you know, all it's acrylic, acrylic on canvas. Ah, uh, this is a piece that is not yet done, but we love Jay, right? Jay Z. Hey. I love Jay Z. His music is it's been around and uh it inspires me to keep doing 
uh, the things that I'm doing. Man, this is fresh. Uh, so what this is, is a mixture of old Jay-Z and the new Jay-Z, right? Uh, if you go look at his album covers, when he was a younger man, he was gripping his chains. And now he's an older guy and he's growing his dreads out. And it's just showing like he's always been with the, uh, the nitty gritty. He's always been that guy that didn't want to uh you know follow the rules nah. kind of and so like gripping your chain showing your money now he's older making real like powerful moves and growing his hair out man because that's beautiful and i wanted to just capture that so i mixed the young jay with the old jay uh he's from uh bedford Stuy in brooklyn and so we got the city in the background also uh it's in fish eye view so that's why his head looks bigger if maybe felt like it was unproportionate i did that on purpose Fish Eye View was big, you know, back in the time they was doing music videos and Diddy and all them. They'll get in the camera like, uh-uh-uh. And so that's what I was thinking with that. But yeah, that's beautiful. I like that one. I appreciate it. And then we have here, uh, this just shows like my cultural side, man. Like I'm I'm big in the, you know, black power and the movement and just making stuff happen. So this is Stokely Carmichael. Um, I have a very great friend that uh, allowed me the opportunity to to paint this when I had just started painting. And so he wanted me to repaint it for him. Shout out to Eric Linningham. That's my guy. Very conscious as well. And he has a cooking business. He's uh, he's doing his thing, man. Merger room is what you want to look for. Well, be sure to send me a picture of him and his uh, information so we could drop it in the episode. Okay, because, yeah, he's definitely an artist himself. Okay, um, we'll, we'll drop a couple of his photos or a couple of his uh, portraits if he likes, if we get permission bad, from him. Bad, I'm going to have to Showcase the artist because that's what we're about out here. Yes, sir. And so he gave me another opportunity uh, to create this for him. And just he sent me a side by side picture, man. And I was like, wow. He was like, yeah, bro. Like you got some you got some real good growth going on there. So, yeah, this Stokely Carmichael giving a speech and, you know, feeling that speech. And so I just like to show my diversity, you know, the, the things that I could create. That is dope. All of and so. Dope. Yeah, my man's he's a chef, man. He does cook, he does his thing. Eric Linningham. Shout out to Eric. L B. Appreciate you. That's dope. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. so with your pieces, what are your price ranges that you usually charge? Oh yes. I've even like so <laughs> man, you asking great questions. Um I've been creating art and that is a big struggle that a lot of artists go through. Mm. It's uh creating a price for their piece, right? And so I studied, I studied, I studied, and finally I came across something that makes sense to me because I can't explain to you guys the time that I put in. Like literally, I go to work, get off work, go to another work, get off work, then paint. And so it's hard to explain the time that I put in while at the same time trying to uh, allow people to uh, be able to purchase my stuff at a reasonable price. So what I do is I charge by size now. I used to come up with a price based off of how people felt. And then I literally had people like buy my art and say, you just sold that to me for that price. You silly. And bought it and then walked off, bro, with my art and saying like, man, you should have raised the price on that. You tripping. And I'm like, a lesson learned. That's cool. But so now I charge by size. I do length plus the width of the canvas. So you can go pick out your own canvas and you can know exactly what you're going to pay. Okay. So length plus what, width. What sizes do we have here? The size that we have here, these are 18 by 24s. Okay. So if you want to do the math, that'll get you uh, 42, right? So 18 plus 24 because it's 18 by 24. Right. That gets you 42. 
and I charge $7 per square inch. Mm -hmm. So you multiply seven times 42 and you get $294. And that's easy. It helps you pick out your own size. If you don't want to pay a lot of money for something, then you get a smaller size if you want to. And actually, the bigger the size, the better you paying, really, honestly, if you go do the research. Get more for your buck. Yeah, that's how I came up with it. Um, I seen somebody, uh, I think her name is Lisa LaCree. I'm not sure. I follow her on like YouTube Mm -hmm. and she's been paying for years and she charges $20 per square inch. So I started at $5 per square inch. I just went up this year because I'm feeling like I'm getting better. Oh, absolutely. People, I mean, if you got my art, I used to give away so much free art. And so, like, now I'm like, I need to get back in the game. If you know me, you know I give away free art. You might have some free art from me. And so, I just like to give it up. And, yeah, as soon as I stop making all the advancements in this studio, uh, I'm going to definitely be. I want. I really want to get a piece from each of you that Mm -hmm. I feature. Too many of y'all. I'd I'd go broke. I'd go bankrupt. I'd go in debt. Hey, man. Honestly, the way I feel about that is that, but I just want to give you something. I I still would like to. you know, I got assist you. in it, but but it's it's, it's dope that that people could have these pieces of art and just really really express their own style mm-hmm. and their own you know fashion in their home and and do commission work at that. That's that's incredible. So oh yeah, and I have a hall. So I used to be a consultant. That's what I'm leaving from. And so I actually have a process where if you are interested in my art. We can talk. We can talk before I start creating. I want to know, like, what's your favorite colors? Like, what attracts your eye? Where is it going in the house? Like, uh, who is it going to? Why is it important to you? I want to know all these things because that helps me create the piece so that it, ma- it matches you. And that's the that's the big thing. Like, so um, I understand, like, people like to buy prints and things. But when you buy original, um, I'm making it, like, molded off of your personality and the way that you think. And so... I feel like it's that much more powerful. And then I want to see your reaction when I make it. You know what I'm saying? So it's just fun to me. I like to do it. Yeah, yeah. like like I was saying, whenever you finish the Jay-Z one, let me know. Because I'd love to buy that. That'd be a perfect gift. So just please let me know. Got you, bro. And I will definitely. Dad, you just said, you just told me right now. So, I mean, nobody's really. I've been painting it for a while online just here and there. But nobody said, like, I want that. So whenever you finish that, that'd be a perfect gift for for sure. uh, And art is the perfect gift for anyone. Uh, I can think of very few people uh, who would be like, that's got me a painting. What am I going to do with this? Like everybody I know. And I I thankfully know a lot of culture people. At this point, as you may remember, I like to uh, we already kind of covered a few people, but I like to in this segment called Roses because it's always important to give people their roses while they here. Your time to give those people a shout out and let them know that you see them, that you appreciate them, the work they do, the work, any kind of inspiration they've given you. You know, just anybody, anybody. Yeah, man, it's a lot of people. Um, I and it's funny because I just posted on my snap. Man, I be acting a fool on my snap. I'm sorry, y'all, but I just posted on my snap about uh, you know, I feel a train coming and you know, uh, me going in the right direction. And I know who I'm taking with me, and those people know too. And so, um, I want to shout out everybody that that that's just helping me to grow. So, uh, definitely, uh, Ivy Harper, that's my lady. Um, she helps me out a lot, uh, just with balancing my life and everything. Uh, my daughter, Avery, that's my girl. Y'all see me posting about her. Uh, my mom, 
Uh, of course, me and my dad, our bond is growing big. And then my homeboys, my my, my guys I've been growing up with for forever. Uh, we went to the same high school, same middle school, went to college together. Uh, some of us crossed the same fraternity. And now we still meeting today in the living room. And we talking about that stock market because y'all know the stock market is jumping uh, up and down right now. And it's the it's the best time to be in it. Um, shout out to the people like shout out to YouTube, man. Earn your leisure like people like that. Just helping me grow. Uh, and so, yeah, uh, I don't really know if I should name all my homeboys names, but uh, then my guy Lonzo, um, he uh, is an up and coming photographer in Kansas City. And uh, I've posted pictures about when I uh, started, when went up to Avila College and created my gallery and put it together. So he's the guy that took all those pictures. So if you see me posting those, that's my man's Lonzo Jackson. Um a creative i grew up with him you know we started uh his dad shout out to mr jackson that's like my other dad but uh he has a line service and i grew up doing that so that's why i'm really like a hard worker like i am i've been working since i was like nine honestly <laughs> he got us out there at 6 a.m to 7 p.m cutting grass man but like now you can see it in my work and so i really appreciate him for that and shout out to my brothers my blood brothers aaron and vincent williams uh Jacoby Williams too and Jeremiah Williams like I got family man I got uh, brothers and sisters and so shout out to them everybody is monumental uh shout out to my auntie Merlin uh she's been through a lot you know and but she taught me how to play chess man and she really like when I was a little guy and so she she still she has a big a huge part in my life and like the way I think and stuff like that. So even if she don't feel like it, she'll be, she's going to have a boost from this. Uh, and so I really appreciate her for that. And yeah, shout out to all my family. I'm a family man. And shout out to you, bro. Hey, appreciate it, man. I appreciate you so much, man. Hey. You, you know, we, we recorded this before and I understand things happening. So you give you gave me another opportunity. Bro, to this day, and I don't understand how that shit happened. Uh, uh, fucking Adobe doesn't happen. understand how that shit happened. Like it was too great. I think it might have been a cyber attack, actually, because <laughs> I did get hacked. And uh, yeah, yeah, I had to. It, it was it was that was like a low point because like I was just like doing a lot. I was working every single day. I had an interview lined up every day. I had like almost 15 interviews mm -hmm. in, the, in the tuck. You know, and yeah. I was putting the schedule together and I was doing big things. And all of a sudden, you know, I got the alert from Bank of America and then I started getting all these different because I got a lot of my stuff set up through uh, authentication apps like my Facebook or Instagram. So if someone tries to log in, it sends it to the authentication mm -hmm. app. You got to provide the code. So I started getting those alerts, you know, back mm -hmm. and forth. And it's just like, oh, great. Somebody got my information. And then, you know, all, all my files crashed and adobe's mm -hmm. like we don't even know where they are like we see them you click them nothing pops up we have no idea what's going on so that i was ready to quit i was ready to hang everything up at that point it was just like i, I cannot first of all i cannot go back to all you guys That's and being like hey i know you guys sacrifice time out your busy schedule but it, it, it that, that 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 incredible episode recorded it doesn't exist anymore yeah hey man uh and just, and just like he was talking about me, like reaching out to me to get back in and yeah. cried. That was me. Like it took me a while to be able to get up the, you know, the courage to reach out to everybody and be like, yo, man, I, I, I understand this makes me look like a fool and uh, incredibly unprofessional. But if, if you don't want to come back in, I definitely understand. 
but yeah, it, it was just like a situation where it was just like everybody was super cool. Everybody was like, "Yo, we understand. I'll be more than happy to come in." Yes, sir. And yeah, I'm, I'm just now, at, and then literally after that, I, I uh, joined the Kansas City Association of Black Journalists. Yep. Shout out to them; they're doing great, yep. and they're doing big things out here in Kansas City. And I, I'm so honored to be a part of that group and then i was able to do my partnership with the pitch and then start writing for the pitch and then join the kansas city Just star stuff. advisory board and then join the uh, village kc uh, board of directors and then you know I, it's just Killing been a lot it. it's been a lot so i'm just now being able to get back on my interview tip so yeah i'm hopefully going to get everybody back in very very soon and i do want to interview i don't know if i want to focus on painters right now and just have like kind of a painters uh section. yeah yeah painter yeah. section because i i know a lot of y'all a lot of y'all are the, i really love interviewing painters because y'all are so easy to work with yes sir. yeah yeah so it's a shout out to uh deontay thomas oh yeah f-a-k-a duty yeah I, i'm glad you said it. i didn't want to say it wrong man i, I, I ask him wrong. every time i see him man duty 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 man yeah. whatever hey he is doing it man he's yeah. one of the guys in kansas city really pushing it and like just giving back to the community, man. Straight he up, is another 18th and Vine yes, all star out here. Shout out Killing to uh, Taylor Sanders. She's done some work down at yep. 18th and Vine. Uh, shout out to uh, Ann Johnson, an old classmate of mine from Paseo Academy. I still out here doing the yeah. art thing. I uh, just posted about her on the community group page. So please make sure you check that out. But yeah, it, it's uh, and I love y'all as opposed to dealing with musicians yeah. or as opposed to dealing with people in the business sectors who may have like a lot of ego. Like you guys are very easy to talk to I appreciate that. easy to set things up with very happy to come so yeah i, I definitely want to have more of you guys yeah. on so yeah shout out to all those groups that i have been associated with i'm so blessed to be a part of all those groups they're doing such great work here in the city so please continue to uh tune in as we continue to grow make sure you are exporting us on social media tell the folks where they can look you up on social media um yeah you can find me on instagram that's the one i'm gonna give y'all paul paul Rasta, so P A W underscore P A W Rasta. Yeah, so when, when's Create Vividly gonna be getting a Facebook fan page, man? Ooh, <laughs> you keep asking me that too, man. I appreciate. That's man. why I appreciate you, man. Like when I post, you say public. I mean, now you saying like, man. Create that. Um, it's time to move to that next step, yeah, man. Folks I need, need a to. centralized location for your art on Facebook. Yes, sir, man. I appreciate that, man. Uh, Soon, before the end of the year, put it that way. And I'm saying it right now, so I got to make it happen. I'm going to write it down. When, I, right, right, when you want to make something happen, write it down. Mm -hmm. Also, man, shout out to you. I want to say, like, before I know you're getting to your closing, but... That was your breakthrough, bro. Like that, what happened with the crash, man? Like you see how much stuff happened after that, and like I read books, and I'm like, you know, if if you are passionate about something, you continue to push through. Like something tried to stop you there, and it was like, all right, we give it up to you. You know what I'm talking about? So that's your thing, and continue to follow it, man, because that this is your thing. So yeah, I really appreciate you. I'm gonna get my Facebook fan page up. I'm going to do it, but uh, yeah, follow me on Instagram. That's where I post most of my stuff at. Um, I also post it to Facebook as well. Like, so if you follow me on Instagram, you probably can find me on Facebook too. So, uh, yeah, Paw Paw Rasta.
check him out man yeah. please check him out he is super dope also check him out on our community group page once again please make sure you are liking and following our facebook fan page i'm really trying to crack that 2000 mark for our followers and likes because you don't really see too many kansas city uh groups past that 2000 mark but yeah i'm super blessed for everybody who has supported up until now it is a a huge huge honor to see this community grow to what it has mm -hmm. and just being able to make connections with people and put people in contact with other people and see collaborations grow and just being able to do it's like a lot of a lot of stuff people don't see i do behind the scenes and i'm, I'm so blessed to be able to you know make those introductions and put yeah, those sure. people in contact with each other and just grow the city's creative scene as it has because you know we got to do it nobody's yes, gonna sir. do it for us yes, but yeah uh please make sure you are following us on social media and are also we are going to get more active on youtube i'm so sorry i know i've been saying that for almost a year now but you know it, it, we are we're doing it one step at a time one step at a time there you go but yeah we, we are out here to all my creatives I, I really thank you guys for what you're doing and please continue to create and please continue to grow and can, please continue to make your posts public so i can share them on the community <laughs> hintity hints hints my nigga hint, hint, hint. nah but i got the, you the straight up man like this city is doing big things please be on the watch because we need your support show that we see people out here that's doing yeah. things i might see something you share i had no idea about yeah. like we gotta keep cross promoting between these creatives in our city so we can grow please check us out also big shout out to the pitch kc uh and the articles we have been collaborating on uh if you have not please check those out you can just go to the pitch.com or you can go to wherever uh pitch magazines are sold and also shout out to the pitch podcast app which i am now currently on as well as adore lab so please make sure you are checking out our website and us on the app so you can check out the interactive videos with our pictures like the ones you are going to see with this wonderful art from this wonderful artist uh, hey mr brian williams so please check him out please make sure you are supporting and for any information as to how to get a hold of this man and how to get some of his art information going to be in the episode descriptions below yeah. so yeah yeah so once again our music for the episode is going to be brought to us by Lewis Confliction and nice. the track Anti-Gravity uh, that young man is out of St. Louis, Missouri so please check him out as well I know he for sure he is on YouTube and he has this track on Spotify mm -hmm. which is also available on our Spotify playlist Urban Alchemy playlist so please check us out and follow that as well yeah you got any closing statements for the folks um chase them dreams yeah it's 2021 Get money. Words of wisdom, man. 2021 is going to be a big year for a lot of people, and I'm so happy to cover it. So, yeah. So, please, once again, uh, I do thank everybody for tuning in, and please continue to share, like, subscribe, comment if you see something. And I will continue to bring you the best, the brightest, the people in Kansas City who are making this community vivid. Great vividly. Hey, hey, I like shout that. Out, shout out. But yeah, yeah. Uh, thank you all once again for joining us. I am J.M. Banks, joined with the creative Ryan Williams, and this is Urban Alchemy Podcast. I will catch you all later. Peace. Hey. When you're down, when your feelings touch the ground, I want to slap some wings on your dreams. You won't worry about a thing. Long as we're here, no need to be scared. Let me lift you right up in the air now. Let let me be your anti-gravity, your anti-gravity, don't, 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 oh, your anti-gravity, don't, don't, oh.
Tired of walking around feeling blue, blue. Always sad songs singing. Don't you wanna choose a different tune? Well, come up here with me. I'm sure you'll love the view. There'll be no more problems. It's time for something new. And they say the higher you climb, the harder you fall. But if you don't climb, the ground still hard. What if falling never mattered at all? Because you'd catch you and you won't chatter with rock bottom no more. You can use this moment to soar. Higher than ever before If you let you lift you up When you're down When your feelings touch the ground I wanna slap some wings on your dreams You won't worry about a thing Long as we're here, no need to be scared You can lift yourself up in the air Now you should be You're anti-gravity You're anti-gravity But understand those scars aren't all that make you Cause hindsight's not 2020 at all You can look back and still be wrong, yeah, yeah It's all perspective and you should be grateful I'm saying I, 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 I,